Welcome to Women Who Crush, aka WWC Podcast, on Women Crush Wednesdays. We are women defining who we are and what it means to be crushing life, from the boardroom to the bedroom. I'm Eve, and joining me on Crushing Life are Miss Virtuous, Shade, Show, aka Showtime, and Lika. Hey y'all, welcome back to Women Who Crush. Today's topic is wanderlust. Do you know what that means? The sincere desire to travel. Get your stamps, girl. Here on the Women Who Crush, we have a travel expert, Angie F. Baby, who's going to start today's episode. Tell us a little bit about group travel. Go ahead, girlfriend. Well, I wouldn't identify myself as an expert. You are an expert. Um, I've been she, a few places. How many steps you got, girl? I have a lot. Yep. <laughs> I would say one of the, my travel tips and tricks when it comes to international travel is try to get long layovers. That's the first thing I always do. Long layovers? Long layovers. Tell That's how I have... <laughs> Because those long flights are horrible, right? Yeah. No, mainly because that's how you can see other cities. Oh, so like a multi-city trip. Yeah, I guess if you want to label it like that. that's probably See, I would thing. need a long label just to break the flight up. I, yeah, I that's don't know. yeah, like, okay, so for example, I went to Bali, Indonesia. Uh-huh. So I had a layover in Hong Kong. So I was in Hong Kong for 48 hours. So I got to see the city. Got uh-huh. another oh. stamp. Then got to um, Indonesia. Got another stamp. And I have other people who um, came through Australia. They stopped in Australia, then came to Bali, and then came and went to Hong Kong on a flight back. Oh, okay. So that would be like the first thing I would say for international travel, to get your passport stamps up as much as uh-huh. possible. Do you <laughs> recommend that more so for maybe like, maybe not as more so initially, just a person that maybe that's their first time going out of the country, just kind of like fear? Maybe more of a seasoned traveler to kind of do that? Do you find that it's hard or difficult? It's nerve-wracking if you're traveling internationally like that, like a big trip like Indonesia. It's nerve-wracking anyway. Mm-hmm. So just get out there and, and just do it. Just do it. Yeah. But let me ask you this question. Sorry, show. Uh, when you say do a long layover, like you said, you did 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Where's your luggage? Um, and on the plane. And where's your oh. bed? So your luggage goes ahead of you. Well, actually, when you're doing long layovers like that in between cities, you can get your luggage. You can get your luggage. But what I typically do is I carry a backpack that has like clothes and things. I mean, you still want to like freshen up when you get off this long flight anyway. So yeah, um, make sure you pack a bag with whatever clothes you need, whatever toiletries you need, so that you know you won't be walking around funky Uh and looking like the day before. Oh. (laughs) Um. So, Andy, do you use a travel agent? No. Well, kind of, sort of. When we do group travel, um, typically there is someone that does organize the trip, Uh and she does do um, travel agency work. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I go out and I hire somebody. To right. Because I know for me, I've only been three, I only have three stamps, technically. Um, and I've done them all myself, like with someone who's been there or I know Jamaica I just did that completely myself because I was like girl I'm not paying you to do this I can read I'm gonna read I'm gonna go on a little state thing that tells you whatever precautions or if I need a visa or 
Because even I'm going to Cuba and I just did that. Because I was telling my friend, like, girl, say you need a visa. Girl, say it's 80, yeah. 80 hotels we cannot stay at. The state is your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just think that if you're a detail-oriented person, you don't necessarily need a travel agent. But what I will say, I know a couple people in my circle of people who are travel agents, and they only charge it like $30, a $30 fee. Like, it's something real slight. So if you're not a detail-oriented person or you're not going to do the proper research, you might want to get you a travel agent. I think you only really need a travel agent when it gets to a certain amount of people. Like, if you need, like, a huge Somebody block to organize the collection yeah, of the payments, the m- payments and, stuff. and stuff. That's when, or if someone needs to be on a payment plan, then a travel agent is beneficial, mm-hmm. especially if it's a large group and you need to be on a payment plan of some sort. You definitely want to, if someone doesn't have the time to dedicate to be that person, you want a travel agent. You want somebody who have to deal with the hotel. They'll have to deal with making transportation arrangements. They have to deal with, you know, maybe they're good at finding, you know, good deals on flight. Mm-hmm. That's when I feel a travel agent is necessary. And if it's a small group of people, I don't really... I'm very good at organizing trips. I, I organize You're trips. well-versed. I organize trips down to the minute. I pass out itineraries. People down there go to me and be like, where's my itinerary? First thing, like, bitch, I ain't following no damn itinerary now. It's like, if I don't do one, where's the itinerary for the trip? I'd be like, mm-hmm. y'all acted like y'all didn't like them, so I, I you know, I stopped doing I them. I think but- that's a... A good segue. No, itinerary versus non-itinerary. No, because I I would say one thing. I went on a trip to Puerto Rico with (laughs) all guys, (laughs) and me and one of my uh, female friends went with them. So the guys are normally like, "Oh, we normally sleep all day. We may go to the pool. We talk to girls. We go out at night." But then, being that a female was there, I was like, "Oh, I want to go to this restaurant, and I want to do this tour." And then they were all like, "Yeah." do that too they're like normally we don't do anything yeah, we just that you actually gave us something to do was really fun oh, I, I am pro-itinerary I, I get free days you get free days but, but you, yeah. pro at, you want to maximize yeah. your time you yeah. don't want to be you rest when you get home you rest when you get home you need to be up early you need to be exploring whatever wherever city you're in you need to have an itinerary. You have to have it, an itinerary. It just depends on who you're traveling with for me. But no, because you want to. My whole purpose in having an itinerary is to hit the spots you're supposed to see. Yeah. I mean, researching so you know what. At least two days of, yeah. of organized stuff. I just feel like, okay, if all of us went on a trip, I think we need an itinerary. If I'm on a trip with my boyfriend, we don't need no damn itinerary. He moved like a snail. It ain't going to do nothing but piss me off. <laughs> You know, when we went to Jamaica, we had no itinerary. We knew we were going to do some type of excursion. Mm-hmm. Um, we had I had set up, like, you know, how we're going to get from the airport to the, you know, resort. We were at an all-inclusive. But we did ATV, horseback riding, zip lining. We got in some mineral bath inside some, like, cave or something. And all that shit was unplanned. And it was just because I knew who I was traveling with. Because mm-hmm. he takes forever to get ready and all this shit. And I was like, it's just going to piss me off. Yeah, you but know, I feel like it's, to it's easier to not have an itinerary when it's small. Just, just too mm-hmm. right. Versus yeah. if there's a large group, you will spend hours just trying to decide what, what to we all agree mm-hmm. upon. That's, that's exactly. the most annoying thing. <laughs> it is. So it is. Let's, that's a good segue into, I'm just going to ask this question. I've been on group travel, but I want to know from you ladies, what is good etiquette when you travel with a group? To you. I think that good etiquette is flexibility. Mm-hmm. Knowing who you're traveling with. So I think but that... But I think it still need to be considerate of yeah. other people's time. You ain't yeah. even seen it. Sorry. <laughs> 
I think when I say flexibility and knowing who you're traveling with, like, it's okay. Don't feel away if I skip the 6 a.m. breakfast on the beach, you know. Mm -hmm. That's okay. It's my vacation, too, too. you know. Mm -hmm. um, kind of setting it up where, you know, free time, like, you go roam. Those who sleep in late, you know, being cognizant of, of who you're traveling with. I think right. that's etiquette. Two is, instead of being a reminder about the payments, I should not stalk <laughs> your ass when the first, the third, the fourth payment is due for the trip. You need to be on top of that shit. I will send a yeah. reminder, but at the end of the day, do I remind you when your mortgage and your car note do? <laughs> no. So if you really want to go where we going, you need to keep a good running calendar of when everything is due. Yeah. Also, please bring the proper wardrobe. Don't be that friend that didn't bring enough clothes. Don't nobody got time for that. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I think I, I, think I, I never had that problem. I think I everybody that, always had. I only had that issue one time when I, the first time I ever went to Florida in Miami, it was just so. Oh, <laughs> so I was like the culture shock because you would we, bring all these outfits and all you need in Miami is a swimsuit. Yeah, that's shorts. all you need. But I, that's the only time ever I wore everything that I bought. Mm -hmm. I would say cleanliness, please. Yes, because hygiene, please, please, please. Make sure you pack deodorant. But even with the even with the the double bag luggage shit, you know when you traveling with a group and you looking for that one swimsuit and, and next thing you know your whole luggage is all over the damn floor. Like we all bought this nice mansion, we want to all enjoy it. So just try to keep your shit in the corner somewhere. Utilize the chest of drawers that are given yeah, in the hotel. You know, yeah. just that's the one thing I always do. Aspect. I will unpack. I, as soon as I hit the hotel or wherever, I unpack. You can't. I hate laundry. I hate putting clothes up. But if I'm on travel, I need to see everything. It needs to be organized. So you know what you're working with. Because you'd be like, oh yeah, I forgot to pack yeah. that. Well, maybe I'm weird because I don't unpack. I don't I don't know. Know. I Let's just say you have a friend who is always late 
who doesn't really want to do anything and you want to invite them on a trip where you know it's going to be action-packed. You're doing excursion after excursion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they just like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And they be like, what you bring this bitch for? Why is she here? I think Know your groups. I think there's several things I learned from group travel. Being considerate is the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. So ahead of time, we usually have a group leader that will give us an itinerary and a roundabout with money. What I don't like is the person that will get someplace and say, when they money run out, oh, none of us should do this. Oh. Well, we said we were doing it. So mm -hmm. just because your money ran out, you know, I'm sorry, but we said we were doing this and this is what we want to do. Or that person that says, I hate doing this. So they expect everybody not to do it. What I want you to understand is like, we're all adults. You, we usually rent a beautiful house. Feel free to stay at the house and take advantage of being by yourself or, you know, mm -hmm. the, the lovely house and the pool and whatever mm -hmm. we rented mm -hmm. or the area. If everybody else is going on something that you're not interested in, mm -hmm. I, you know, or the person that just cannot let other people live. Because you have to understand, you said something earlier that was very important. This is everybody's vacation. Mm -hmm. So don't brute me. Don't don't yell at me and don't scream at me yep. because I may not want to do something or All because right. I want to do something. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, why, why do we have to be fine in a nightlife? Because that's what I expect when I go on travel. I want a little bit of nightlife. You may want to just lay down. So just lay down. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, that's so I, I think that people have to be considerate and adult and don't try to boss everybody around. Like, hey, yeah. when I go on travel, I don't want to cook. I'm not going to cook. So if you're the person that's going to cook and you decide that you're going to cook, that's fine. But then don't have that expectation in your mind that everybody else should cook. <clears throat> or because, clean after your cooking. Because I don't oh, want to cook. I don't want to If I cook, you, you damn right. You better clean. Well, no. I feel like I brought, <laughs> I, I, I brought like enough money that I can eat out. That yeah. I want to yeah, go eat out yeah. If you want to cook, cook. Yeah. If I want to go to another island, if we're on an island, you don't have to go. I get my little... Spouse, you just need right. We you go, but, I, but don't hold it against me. Like we don't all, we're not all um connected at the hip. Yeah. We don't all have to do something we together. Do we do enough mm -hmm. things together. Group activities, yeah. And I always put it out there. This <clears throat> participation is voluntary. I think also just keeping a positive attitude. Yes. Like, if you're on vacation, you pay that money. Yeah. Yeah. Be open, open minded. Yeah, if you on a couple's trip and you and Bay get into it, y'all just go back to the room, hash it out. Don't bring that negative shit yeah. over to the rest of the, you know, group. Yeah. Or, you know, if you know you woke up a little sourpuss, know yourself. Like, you know, y'all, I'm not trying to be rude. I kind of woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm going to catch y'all at dinner. I'm going to just chill in the room. Like, just That's knowing so that mature. And absolutely. It's, it, and it, then it rarely happens. <laughs> yeah. Case in point. Uh-oh. War story. <laughs> Travel war story. Case in point. You know, we have a little running joke now. I, I assume that uh, Sade is probably not going to be doing any more birthday uh, group trips. But there's so much fun. Every time we go. Every time we go on a group trip for Sade's birthday, we got to go find a missing nigga. <laughs> the nigga goes missing every single trip. <laughs> The same person? The same nigga goes missing every single trip. Stop so now it, is, okay, now it is... Now it's like... But we have so much fun I need a up to that point. As soon as that point hit, then you're like... They be drinking. You, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they Y'all have to no, think about but, it so they be on some other <laughs> shit. No, because it's like... Every time it's... <clears throat> 
no I one is try. around. No, it's not. It's, I think it, this is a very conscious decision to go missing. Um, but the group be split. So the first time was in New Orleans. And oh, as, as the person missing. who was when looking for him would say, got me stepping over dead bodies. You know what Bourbon <laughs> Street looks like at 4 o'clock in the morning? It was like it was only two places on the entire street that was open. They say we did not find him. He wandered back to the hotel that time. Second time, we were in Aruba. Uh Went out by himself and did not come home because we rented a house in Aruba. And so, once again, send a search party out saying, oh, I didn't have Wi-Fi. There's Wi-Fi on the entire island He, this is purposeful missing. Up to that point, because the next day was Tiffany's birthday. Because oh, we had it out, he came back, whole scene, whole negative energy, the entire house. Yeah, that's like that was the too. most awkward. Because we had, we went to there's this one um, flying fish. If you ever in Aruba, go to the flying fish. It's right on the water. It's that dinner, it was so very, awkward, and the dinner was like, awkward no one really as spoke hell. To each other. No one was before. speaking. Yeah. Everyone so keeping it, yeah. trying to maintain positive energy, yeah. especially on a long trip because that was what a seven day trip. Mm. And it happened what two days before you're about to leave. Yeah, but so it everything happened, was fine. Like everyone had their own. If you wanted, we wanted to do things together. We were doing things together. Like there was a time when you guys went to go get massages. Yeah, and then me and my other friend, we weren't not really into that so we were like let's just sleep in late and then go to the beach and we'll meet each other and then when the particular night when it happened we had went on the uh what's they called the boot Drunk cruise, booze booze cruise. cruise. Uh-huh. so we were all drinking and just having a good time he turned he was the dj like we yeah. took over the entire boat. boat it was fun and then it just and then once that happened yeah. it was just like okay okay we were like separated and awkward and, and yep. after that we had went to the dinner which was like like i said someone's birthday so you want to go to the main thing for the person and no one talked to each other like the whole time we were there we all were just sitting there like (laughs) where where, like something happens and then the energy in the group is kind of like sapped Mm. up with negative and then you have to work really really hard to bring it to try to bring it back because nobody knows what to say after two people in the group have had an argument nobody Mm -hmm. knows whose side to take you're at dinner people down this end and that that's what you want to avoid you want to just be considerate you don't have to always say something every time. Somebody. You're, mind your you business. Mind your business. Yeah. That's that's like an overall thing. Like, in life, just mind your business. Mm-hmm. What's the craziest story that y'all had from traveling? Or the funnest? Mm. True, mine's still going to be that one because it happened within the same group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, how many years apart? <laughs> like, goodness, like. I don't think I have any crazy stories. For like real. Nothing happened to someone in your group or you. You tell us. Yeah. You sound like you on the cusp of a story. I have a whole bunch of crazy things I, that have happened to me while on vacation. I enjoyed, like, like I keep on saying, like, the whole Puerto Rico trip, considering that I went with a whole bunch of guys. So it was just, like, a lot of little, like, just dirt <laughs> like, and you just be in front row seat like this is good <laughs> just like seeing from a guy's point of view uh, a vacation what what happened <laughs> what was crazy I've gotten caught dangling in the air while ziplining they had oh, to zip line oh, out that's and come a, get me see that's what that mm-hmm. shit right there <laughs> mm-hmm. got caught dangling that same trip actually that same day 
Um, I got the unruly ass horse that wanted to like go Oh, that had, oh, I had. Oh, I had. I had My damn horse spoke damn Spanish. And I <laughs> when you and dad went a uh, horseback riding scene and that was me, my mom, we just stayed on the beach. Too. Oh my god, we were horseback riding on the cliff. Every <laughs> time I was threw my ass off, every time I was riding in Aruba, too. Yeah. I almost fell off another cliff. She did, like, like <laughs> seriously, like, like, just like one inch. And wasn't that, and I had to save, um, yeah, yeah, I don't want to say people's names, but yeah, I just had to save her, too. I'm like, they both died within a <laughs> matter of maybe like a 10 minute time. <laughs> I went one time. I went actually the same trip right after the horse, all in the same day. Right after the horse, we went white water rafting, and my raft went over this huge rock. I went flying out, oh my god, hit a boulder and fell into the water. It was horrible. I had the biggest gash on my. It was I'm glad that you still alive. <laughs> I had the biggest gash. Oh Jesus Christ! And it was embarrassing. That's those adventure days. Oh, mm-hmm. the adventure those days. Adventure every days. time. Threatening the guy that was in the thing with me, I was like, "Yo, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah, I got fake that. eyelashes. Don't do it. Don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't do it." That should be scary, cause I went to, um, I went ziplining in Jamaica, and then last weekend I went ziplining in Niagara Falls, and I said, "God damn it, they was missing a whole piece in Jamaica." <laughs> so okay, so anybody who's gone ziplining can relate to this scenario. I don't know if you ever zip on in Niagara Falls, but in Niagara Falls, it's super modern, super safe. Like, they got a computer that counts down um, how long before. push you out. (laughs) So, in, to try to give you some type of visual really quick. So, in, in Niagara Falls, there's a metal clip that you clip your two little clips in. And anybody who goes zip line knows what I'm talking about. And then they have a harness, and you have a backpack that you put all your stuff in. Like, you're ready to go. I mean, super safe, okay? This is Policy Patty's favorite ziplining location. <laughs> Jamaica, the two clips that clipped into a big metal piece. Mm-hmm. And Niagara, no, my nigga, the two clips clipped directly on the line. <laughs> on the rope. It ain't no harness, no real, real harness like it was in Niagara Falls. It's just a little seat. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and it pushed it. Oh my god! <laughs> I could have died. Could have died. I could have died. These motherfucking Jamaicans is crazy. Yeah, man. Oh my god. No. <laughs> A mess. Can we talk about good food? Maybe some places that you've been. Oh, Jamaica got really good, good food. food. The uh, Cancun food was nasty. <laughs> I don't know what kind of fucking tacos. I like did not like the food. I don't like in all France. Of food. I, I don't like the food in France. In London. I did not like the food. Did not. Um, mm-hmm. I hated the food in Paris. Yeah, I loved the food in Italy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Italian food was good, and the Italians were nice. The French people were really pretty rude towards us I heard. because my husband kept trying to act like he could speak French, and they already don't like Americans, I think. And he they kept don't. faking like he. Could. I'm like, stop faking like you could speak <laughs> French. Just fucking talk English, cause they already know you American. They already know. And then they look at you like you a dirty shoe when you go in stores. and They were just kind of rude. And the food, like I kept eating grilled chicken. I kept asking for the American. That's what they call it. Like a grilled chicken sandwich on a baguette. Because the food was like, 
a bunch of sauce and just like this flavor explosion on these. And they little... didn't even really have real breakfast. They they breakfast is like deli meat. Like yeah, what the hell and is then this? and then they walk and eat. Like they eat. Yes, they walk they, and eat the baguettes up and down the they street. They eat all over the street. Out of the bed. You know, like <laughs> something we wouldn't do, like on a bus or something. They just walk down the street, street eating eat. sandwiches. They smoke. Yep. Yeah. And then you think here, like, crepes is like a breakfast food. Crepes is like having a hot dog in New York, in Paris. Yeah. It's just a bunch of crepes. I did like the Hennessy crepe, outside. though, I will but say. We like the crepes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, people, we think it's something special here when they think it's just like a Frank. Like, mm-hmm. getting a Frank at a dirty dog in New York. Mm-hmm. That's how it is to, wow. you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the food in Paris. I didn't like the food in Paris either. That brown I like the food in Puerto Rico. I like food in oh, Puerto Rico. The food in Puerto Rico was good. We went uh, to one hole in the wall spot. Aruba food, good. Aruba food was really good. <laughs> I don't like, I like all the inclusive food in Bahamas. If you've been to one all inclusive, well, you've been like, to them all. With well, the yeah, fake, I don't like all fake inclusive. Fake hibachi. Yeah. I don't like it. The fucking buffet, like the fake steakhouse. Yeah. They all yeah. the same. Because it's all well, like, I, um, I be getting too drunk, and I don't be making it to all the restaurants. <laughs> Duh, what's in Jamaica, I was drunk by 2 o'clock every day and then wake back up to like 11. That's another rule for group travel. Mm-mm. Pace yourself with the liquor. Yeah. Oh. That I'm on vacation. I got Don Julio in my well, if you know you, know if it. you know you a violent drunk, an emotional drunk. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna tell you about yourself, drunk, a raunchy drunk. Then you, then need, you to need to relax. pace yourself because yeah, people no. get a little bit. People like it's like they turn it. I have seen people turn into totally different people. Oh, you be looking at them like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know personally. I know when I drink and I'm right. over the top, what I would consider intoxicated, which I don't get a lot, very few times. But I am not the same person. So I'll be done start telling people about themselves, and then you know just it's just not a cool thing. So that's why me, I'm not gonna get. I'll get maybe a little tipsy, but when I'm completely inebriated. People be telling me stories the next day, and I'm like, did I say that? They be like, yeah, girl. You done told I can't this stand this You done shit. told this person about their woman, and you done said about themselves, and I'm like, ooh. And you know, no. Can you guys, like, you guys. Oh, I was going to ask about, talk about family vacation, like, with your kids, stuff like that. Okay, we're like, that's rec- two well, different well, things. Like, I will be on family vacation. It's no vacation for me. Okay. Because whatever activity we got to do, I'm like, who got to wear this? We got to iron this. You go take your shower first. You take your shower. It's like, it's like, it's, it's no vacation job. for me. What, we just took what, the kids on vacations. Kids where, where or grown family travel. Well, this time we just what? took them to Myrtle Beach. But okay. usually we take I'm them. I'm trying to figure out where you guys were. That's all you really want to know. Just ask the Where did y'all go? I'm going to tell you it was in Myrtle Beach. We took Myrtle Beach this time, but we usually take our kids like fucking out of the country. And then it's, so we try to do one for them and one for us. Because when we do a vacation with them, it's not a vacation for me. Because mm-hmm. I got to figure out who going to wear what, keep the suitcase together. I got to find activities for them, make sure they got sunscreen, make sure that... When we go on vacation, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just yeah. thinking about where we're going to go, fun. have an excursion. With them, if it's an excursion, I got to be, you know, who's going to be safe, what they're going to eat. But So, it's two different. Yeah. And I try was, to do two trips What was you guys, like, best family vacation? Like, what you can say? Um, to date, our best... For, well, we asked the kids this, okay. <laughs> and they had different answers. So when we went on a Disney cruise, I thought that okay. was the best. Them niggas didn't. <laughs> they thought Universal Studios was. Really? But that was work for me, because my feet was swollen from walking, mm-hmm. but they had a lot of fun, fun. because that mm-hmm. was rides and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, when we went to Barbados, when we renewed our vows, our whole entire family was there. 
I think that was a good one too because they got to spend it with their. We usually go with another family so that they have kids, mm -hmm. but this one was everybody. We went on a catamaran, which was like mm -hmm. out of this world awesome. Everybody was together, so that kind of thing we like to do once in a while where we have all of our friends and families go on one big one mm -hmm. because that's nice too. Um, but when we go on kid vacations, it's always kid, kid centric. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. this time they went to miniature golf and race cars and. And this and that. That's all for them. Like, yeah, niggas, have a good time. Because when we go away, y'all ain't going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I still think it's very important for kids to travel. Because yes. it helps them, yes. you know, culture. 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 It teaches them how to travel. Yeah, and it teaches them yeah. how to travel. And you like, can't be scared to travel, yeah. which I want to say, you know, travel oh, yeah. alone. Just get on the plane okay. and stuff like Traveling that. Traveling alone. Are, you know, and I really okay. do judge people who are scared to fly in their 20s. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nigga. You got family members who in their 50s, 60s, they ain't never been on the No, plane. but I'm saying we, now we as millennials, we are in an era fun. of being well-versed and cultured. Get your ass on that damn plane. I, I got a question. How, how do you combat the um, the language barrier? Like, say Bali, um, mm -hmm. and you have these long layovers in, like, Hong Kong. They don't speak English. They do. Oh, okay. They do. So, like, even catching the train, you'll have, like, the um, sign will be, like, in English and in, uh, I guess, Mandarin. Yeah. yeah. But uh, typically what we do is we try to study the language beforehand, like, three months beforehand. So we're not just walking there and they're ignorant like that, you know. So, like, for example, we're going to uh, Tanzania in October. Yes, October. So right now we're trying to learn Swahili. You gotta get shots for Africa too, correct? I think it was yellow fever. I think we had to get yeah. Mm. It's gonna be fun. There's an itinerary, so it's gonna that be, a, be great a great trip. trip. It's twelve. Of I us heard it's beautiful. The beaches mm -hmm. and stuff too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yay! For my thirtieth. Nice. <laughs> That's, That's nice. I mean, travel. I think travel is important. There's so many people that I meet that haven't been anywhere. Mm -hmm. I think that's a sad state of affairs. But that's oh. why I say that's why I specified that you don't need a group to travel. No, because if you don't, if you're around people who can't afford to travel or who don't like to travel, and you're waiting for them to get on board before you start traveling, you'll never go anywhere. Mm -hmm. oh, well, I think it's a sad statement of people that don't like to just travel by themselves with their spouse. There's a lot. I know a lot of people that always want to include somebody in their travel because they don't. Enjoy they don't them. want to be alone with their spouse. <laughs> like, they just don't enjoy the company and they don't think they're going to have a good time. But me and Ed could travel and not even need anybody else. Like, we just figure out shit, find shit to do. You know, we're good company to each other. So that's, a, you know, I'm happy about that. Because I'll be, this group travel this year, I was about to throw in a towel, yo. And then I was like, yo, we just going to go somewhere and that's it. But we came together. All right, so what what is your ultimate travel destination? If you can go anywhere in the world, where would it be that you haven't been yet? Everywhere, Laos. hit every continent. I want to go. That's my goal. Laos. Is that in Cambodia or Vietnam? It's not. It's all of Mernesan region. Yeah, I really like Southeast Asia, and it's cheap. It's cheap. I used to want to go to Fiji and stuff, but now I want to go. To Kenya because I want to see the elephants up close. And I want to look back at my ancestry DNA and see which ones I should go to again. Ben and Togo. I'm Ben and Togo. I'm um, Nigerian, Ben and Togo, Ghanaian. You are such a huge Nigerian. 35%. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm curious. 
35%, that's, that's 35% a lot. 35% Nigerian. I don't even going to talk about that. Is that on your mom's side? Or was that on our side? That's on my dad's side. Wouldn't you need to know some... That's that's how, I still have not mailed my ancestor DNA. I really that has need to, to be do that. on my dad's side. I've had it since December and have not mailed it. It has to be my dad's side because my mom's side is heavy Native American. That's what you think. That's what she said. That's what she know. And that's, no, that's what she, when she do her DNA, it's going to say less than 1%. Because all of these black people be saying, my grandmother said the same thing. Mine was less than 1%. She was telling me that they knew, like, what tribe they were from and shit. Yeah, they Well, blind. anyway, she said that to me. I said, nah, babe, 1%. <laughs> you know why they used I to lie? I had more though. Asian in me than I had Native American. Exactly. Um, but they used to lie because the, the people was raped, the white people was raping them. The kids came out with that hair mm-hmm. and they had to say, well, my grandmother was Native, <laughs> so they wouldn't be embarrassed. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was it was a bunch of African, of course, but Nigerian first, and then it was like fourteen percent Benatogo, twelve percent Ghanaian, mm-hmm. um, and then the rest it was like low confidence Asia, some white people somewhere, American. <laughs> I was like, yeah, nigga, I told y'all I was black. Yeah, yeah we definitely need to do it. Uh, I told you, I just said Kenya. Oh, I would want to see the elephants. Bora Bora. Bora Bora. What about you? Um, I think I like to see the Seychelles. Which uh-huh. is off the coast of Africa, which is absolutely beautiful. Mm. I think I want to go to Egypt, too. Not right now, you don't. It's, I mean, it's conflict. I mean, conflict. There's a lot of the world that I like to see, but the conflict, conflict is so... Yeah. Like, I like to go to Morocco. I'm just scared mm. that the conflict is a little... I want to go to any place to have a seventh wonder. Because I want to see them all. What's that? The seven wonders, wonders of the, the world. world. Brazil for the Christ. Yeah. Um, we already saw one. We saw. saw um, I'm like, what was one we saw? The one we saw was Coliseum. The Coliseum, yeah. and then um, Chichenicha Ma- is in yeah. Cancun. Oh, yeah. Machu Picchu. Machu Picchu. Then they got the thing in Jordan. The um, yeah. the wall. Yeah. What's the one Domestic, I want to go to Arizona so I can go stay in one of their really nice, nice spots. spots. We went to Arizona. It's hot. As I live there. It's too damn hot. Go it's in hot. September. It's so hot when you walk down the street. They got these little misty fans blowing water mm-hmm. on you. That's how mm-hmm. fucking hot it is. We it's had dry to heat. open the door and let the car heat come out What's before yours? we got in. Oh, I said I just want to. I want to hit every continent. Uh, you said Laos. You said Bora Bora. You said um. I've only got one more. I, I got one more continent to hit. What? Africa, which I haven't been. Uh, mm-hmm. So what's airplane etiquette? I guess when they say that the flight has landed and they said arms, ar- uh, doors, arm, cross check, sit your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. I got some etiquette. Um, wash your feet. Before you get on the plane. No, wash your whole body. Because, let me tell y'all. This is how it's oh When oh we were coming God. back from Italy. And I got a very sensitive nose. Me and Etta in these little seats right here. And then they have, you know, they have that middle of the plane. Where they have like five people mm-hmm. in one row. A gentleman sits next to me. I won't say what nationality or whatever he was. I know what This motherfucker stunk. So bad. Must. That it was... <laughs> It was making me sick. He's in the corner, and I don't like to be squished in, so I won't change. I had to have the blanket over my head the whole time like this. Oh, come on. Then when they serving the food, she brings the food, and I can't even eat because it's... And he Then he takes his shoes off <gasps> after his body was already... He's across the aisle from me, and it's oh, like he was sitting on my face. Mm-hmm. I was there like, oh, 
my God, please. He was the most rancid. He was so, so, that was offensive. Like, something like that, the, the, they should tell him to get off the plane. I'm sorry. Um, I think that it's etiquette to give your child a Tylenol so they can shut the hell up. <laughs> Benadryl. So what do y'all think about airlines selling tickets that are uh, adult only? I, I'm I here love for it. it. I agree because these mother... A baby was crying so loud when we was coming back from somewhere. I don't remember. And I'm asleep because I ain't had no sleep this whole trip because I've been too busy kicking it. And a kid is having a motherfucking temper tantrum. And I cannot sleep. I'm like, oh my God, somebody, like, give your baby some formula. Do y'all know I woke up to find that this is a grown-ass child? <clears throat> this motherfucker at least six. <laughs> I said, I know good and goddamn weird. It ain't no goddamn six-year-old on here crying for 30 minutes straight. Oh, I just, when I came back from Albu Albuquerque in April, we all know that's close to a four-hour flight. This baby cried the entire flight, and I do mean the entire Well, wow, as somebody who has traveled with babies... You no, know that he was just throwing a temper You know that if your ears too. are popping and you know how to fix your ears by chewing gum or swallowing, babies don't, and it's uncomfortable for them. At six, you know. And so their parent, no, you don't. And their parents should give them a little tip of Benadryl and put them to sleep. Yeah. That's what I, 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 I just was. Thinking, I was like, he got to tire himself out at some point and just no, fall they don't. As out. a mother of a baby that screamed incessantly, not necessarily on planes, but just in life. <laughs> um. You know, you have to learn because we get, we do, we get immune to it. Like we would just be looking at it like, I might just do it, just get my child a little time No, Benadryl. No, a pediatrician will recommend that, but for babies that have hard time sleeping and thing, they give them a little bit of Benadryl, just a tip. Get them, get them, get them hooked up. And they, it's not, it's it's not having for me. And they go to sleep and they. They get rest because when they don't get, when you don't get rest, ain't you crazy? Cause this, this screaming is something uncomfortable, but they can't tell you, they can't communicate with you. So and I want multiple. I will give my kids some Benadryl. I'll be like, y'all feeling Plans itchy? Y'all feeling itchy? Here's the itch relief. <laughs> I feel like my sister gave my niece and nephew Tylenol for no reason. Not Tylenol, Benadryl. Benadryl. We ain't she going to jail. Your sister ain't going to jail. She gave them Benadryl like the pediatrician well, they said. they grown now, so. They're real smart, too. But I Just be considerate when you group travel. I recommend everybody travel, travel, travel. I don't I'll... think I'm going to travel with my friends and my kids unless they got kids. But if they don't have kids, I think that's... No, we travel with travel. friends that have kids. Okay, um, yeah. Just so our kids don't need us to entertain them. Right. Just so that and they... Because like... they get tired of each other. Like, they like, fuck yeah. And I feel like half my friends are probably never going to have kids. Uh -huh. So Traveling with kids could be fun. I mean... I'm glad my kids are bigger now. When they were little, it was way more work than it is now. But I'm scared. Nah, it's nothing to be scared of. Kids are fun. You gotta find a bathroom every mm. ten minutes. Can't sit on the seat. You gotta hold them up. Yeah. Like yes. We like to take them skiing this winter. I loved the ski trips when I was like 10, 11, 12. I probably would go now as an adult. Ooh, you'd be sore the next day, but it's fun. It's a good time. Mm. Get your little snowsuit. Let's do it, people. black people. Let's travel. Let's make things different than our previous generation. Because I know damn well my mother ain't never leave the country, and that's sad. I don't think my mama went outside of Canada and died at 39 and never, have never left the country. That's Ooh, crazy. That's sad. Mm -hmm. sad. People have never been on a plane, period. Yep. 
Some people never been on a plane or to another state. Yeah, yeah my friend, um, friend just got on the plane the first time, and I know she's in her thirties, and they went to Miami. That's why my cousin should like, be oh, proud so to easy. go to DR now, and I'll be looking like you proud to go, but I'll be saying, you know what? I'm so glad y'all got out of Brooklyn. Go ahead right. to DR. Go every year to DR if you want to. Right. At least you mm-hmm. got out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I have a coworker who just started traveling. She's like, you know, me and my husband, we never just never been anywhere. And now all of a sudden, they've been on like four trips. She's like, I don't understand why I just started this. I'm like, bitch, you almost 50. You should have been started traveling. It's not like you didn't have the means. It'd be one thing you don't have the means. Like, you have the means. The fact that you just started traveling. But I mean, hey. It's a, a new level of maturity. It is. It is. I don't want to travel shame anybody if they haven't because you just never know mm-hmm. why someone hasn't traveled. And it really is. It's a friend experience. But again, if you haven't really done it or grew up doing it, mm-hmm. it's scary. Mm-hmm. It's scary. It can to be very to, scary. Yeah, to a take yourself anxiety. out of your environment right. and put yourself in another environment and new people. And all. It's, it, is, it is definitely scary for some people. But it's very mind-opening. Once you do it, you won't yeah. stop. Right. You right, won't right. stop. Right, right. Well... I think that is a great way to end our Wanderlust episodes. Word of advice, get y'all stamps up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Women Who Crush. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And don't forget, we'll be back next Wednesday on Women Crush Wednesdays.